everybody to The Creative Moment, Season 5, Episode 9. Your co-host, Dante Bullhauer, your other co-host, Jamie Bullhauer. We are both creatives. That's why we started this podcast, folks. <laughs> We're here today just about wrapping up Season 5, and uh, we've got a good one for you today. So, let's get into oh, it. Oh, oh, oh! Yeah, it was a... There we go. was it prepared. We'll try and get that synchronized for Season 6, but no promises. Or at least... The season finale something. next time. Yeah, we'll try know. something. I don't know. Okay. We're back in the daytime for you. We've had a couple <laughs> late night episodes, busy schedules, busy time of year, but we're back on our usual Sunday mornings for the most part. Uh, so yeah, here we are. Today we are talking about advertising, specifically more geared towards <laughs> advertising without advertising. Advertising, yeah. Mar- advertising <laughs> without marketing, I guess, or maybe the other way around. But both of us do not, at least as far as I know, pay for uh, boosted engagement. Oh, yes, no. Or any of the, I I don't hire anybody to do my advertising. Um, We just kind of, not wing it, but we Uh, we take our own approach to it. We kind of do it our own way. So that's what we're kind of diving into today. Um, First, I want to ask though, so you just got back from a author what, what do you call that uh, well they called it an author fest read local okay in, in bellevue in bellevue yeah it was their second year doing it so there was that it basically like people come up to you talk to yep. you see if okay so yeah so there's a room to... they had a other room and there was tables and all these other authors were there and they had their books um and uh it's kind of like a meet and greet but yet you could sell your books but people you know, um, some people I talked to were talking about what they wanted to do as a writer. Um, other people, obviously, um, at my table, just just talking out. Got a little personal uh, because I had my newest book, While Death Waits, which was inspired by uh, the loss of mom, and that just tri- like lots of stories, lots of. Um, you know, so in a sense, I, I probably ended up talking more to people than selling books, but I still sold I sold some books. And interestingly enough, the the workshop book was the most popular, but I sold uh, a couple of copies of a couple of the poetry books and stuff. Um, so it was kind of a way of introducing. Yeah, you have to market yourself a little bit. I know you tweeted. Uh I find it's hard to talk about. Yeah, like because kind of like, they they do they come they stand and they're like expecting you to you to tell like a them fair presentation. Yeah, <laughs> what's going on? Um, and so I I start out I I am mostly a poet and then uh, I had almost every book uh, that I've done uh, on my table and you know kind of talked about that and that's where the personal story started to come into play because a lot of people did nice job on the cover by the way they were like this is the book that brought me over here because you know um and while death waits and so then i would tell the story and then they would talk and like just like life uh, and lots of people have gone through lots of lots of things and and so yeah so how what were some things that you maybe learned from that experience of marketing yourself and kind of just because you have to you want to be humble but you also need to correctly market yourself with your ability and also be confident because that that is a huge component in advertising um 
So it was interesting. Again, this is my first real like this kind of of event. Um, I actually have another one um, in the summer, and then I have actually two reading um, and workshop things in April. And we'll talk about how I actually got these a little bit later. But in there, so there was all kinds of, I just had my books piled up. And a lot of people kind of had that. Some people only had one book. You know, some people had a couple, you know, and then they had them stand. But there were um, two authors that had those big uh, pull-out screen advertisements. Um, both of those authors actually had two each. One, uh, she uh, did the, that, well, actually both of the authors did kind of dystopio science fiction, just different genre. Um, she had uh, uh, highlighting brown like leaves and a crown on hers. Hers was part of a like kingdom story. Um, it, it just, I was like, okay, that would take a lot of money because these were professionally done. These, there wasn't something they made um with them and so um they didn't have very many books i had a lot of books i guess but it just was like dang okay those people really amped up um their advertising obviously they though must go to a lot of these um so and i know there are all kinds of of publishing fairs and book fairs and there's other things i've just haven't had the time or sometimes you have to pay for your spot um, you know, cause so in a way this, uh, anything we talk about today, we're trying to be bottom line, trying to not low spend overhead. low overhead, uh, because especially if you're starting out, um, it's hard to have the money to advertise or to even on the app formerly known as Twitter, have those people like, we'll promote your book to 5,000, you know, but for 1099, it's yeah. like, well, uh, okay. Reach up to 5,000 yeah. more people if you spend just $10 or whatever. Yeah. I get that. So, the, so the, the one thing I learned is like, yeah, people spend money on just the advertising and props for for the these events. And, you know, I, I didn't uh, um, with that. But, uh, again, I think I found a few little tricks, though, like having the little frame so the book was up more um because it got actually pretty crowded got kind of loud in there and so all my books were actually laying on the table so i learned a little thing like that like and those don't cost that much just to uh have them on a frame so it was interesting yeah it was interesting so um Flip into kind of kind of my my side of advertising. A I am very very blessed, I guess, in this size of a town, about twenty five thousand people. Word of mouth gets around really really quickly, and I don't have to. I guess I haven't felt compelled to dive into like a paid advertising stuff. Yeah, uh, because a lot of my business comes from word of mouth and. Obviously, we've talked about this a lot. With social media, you can post something and have it reach whoever you want if, if the stars align, everything lines up. So you can market yourself if you have a decent strategy for free just on those platforms if you, if you know how to do it. Um, yeah. So I don't really feel the need to pay for anything to, to hire uh, an, an agent or any, anything like that, a, market, a marketing expert. I don't feel the need for any of that. I think a lot and a lot of my advertising is just me posting my work. Mm -hmm. And 
obviously or your get, clients. Yes. I was just like, uh, yeah, your clients credit will, from clients, which is yeah. also huge because and we the, talked the about testimonial giving credit. aspect, yeah, yeah, is is really powerful. But yep. I started a uh, business. It was started as a photo Instagram account, uh, 2021. Right, it was the fall after I graduated. I just wanted to start posting photos. I was tired of just having all of them on my phone and like nobody really <laughs> saw the work except the clients. Yeah. Uh, which kind of, it, it, it can cap your, your ceiling a little bit. So I started that photo account. I was just posting all the time. And before I kind of had the word of mouth, I knew that I just needed to get out there and get in front of as many people as I could. So I would hit so many sporting events i would hit every single game that i could in the evenings after i'd get done with like my day jobs and stuff and just try to hit different markets look at who the area teams were playing and if they were playing a team i hadn't covered yet go to there um, i remember there was one day that i hit a softball game in hastings a softball game in gi and then a volleyball game back in hastings <laughs> for so it totaled being six different uh communities that i that i hit that day because it was a uh, Actually, it was Hastings volleyball, softball, softball, AC volleyball. So it was, it was four in one day, right? I was just running around the entire night. And I would post every single uh, event with every every team. I'd try to find their tags, and then I'd sell those photos. It was mostly just going there hoping to get those markets and kind of get my foot in the door for them. So would be like, oh, he takes good photos. What if we hired him out? That sort of thing. I built that up enough. Uh, and started posting on Facebook, Twitter. I, the Instagram, Twitter, Facebook are the, my three main channels. Um, and so once I got enough of that, I could just start posting the work that I was hired for, which is way, I guess that was my way of paying my dues, I guess, for marketing. Yeah. Wasting gas for free. I had no idea how much money I was going to make from those games. It was just kind of, I hope someone buys them. Yep. Some games I made zero, some games I made a hundred bucks. Um, but that helped me then get my name out there and then the word of mouth just spread like wildfire yeah. at that point so there are two two things on, on that story and even on mine like because we had to drive two and a half hours one way for this event um is first off you have to do good work whatever you're doing I am actually, even though it seems, well, I'm talking to my son, so it's easy to, I don't, I do not talk very well to strangers. Dante knows. <laughs> like, I'm just, Sometimes even non-strangers. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm just, uh, so I had to, I had to be there. I had to do uh, that part. I had to do good work. I had to produce, you know, I had all my books and honestly, I'm like my covers. I, you know, I, I think I, I have... Uh, a lot of uh, creative poems, uh, you know, and stuff like that. So you got to do good work. You got to, if your photos were not very good, you weren't going to get the word about me. Nothing. Yep. It, it, it not only stunts your growth, but it depletes your possibility yeah. because clients see one bad photo or literally like that sucked. They're probably not going to come back. And to it doesn't mean everything is perfect. Yeah. It's just, but you doing good work, I think is actually also half just being in it, being in your work, doing what you, you want to do. Um, because if you're just disengaged and you're like, Oh, I don't want to do another sporting event. Like it shows up. Yeah. That attitude shows up, uh, in, in the work. So you got to be there. You got to be in it. You got to do good work. And then you also have to step, 
you mentioned paying your dues or do you, especially at the beginning, people don't know who you are, don't know uh, what you do, what kind of, of work, whether it's uh, drawing, painting, you know, things like that. Um, so how I actually got this gig is that I actually wrote, it was still a form letter, but I changed, you know, for to every library in the state of Nebraska. So I paid postage, which ended up, I think, being about about 50 bucks. So I, I, $50 or, or so, uh, you know, if you do uh, the paper and the envelopes and all that, well, okay, so let's just say under $100 um, and just told them who I was, said in the letter, though, in the letter I did uh, the book Death While, uh, uh, Wild Death, ah, Wait, ah! Wild Death Waits, Wild Death Waits. Um, get all the information there, but then I said the second reason that I'm writing you is that I am open to any events that you might have for Nebraska writers or poets. Okay, and so then I have four in I have four engagements. I had the the first one, um, and let people know who who I was. And so word of mouth, you know, just as as that happens, as I go. Um, to these libraries and stuff. And then I did the same thing uh, with bookstores in our state and um, have my book in a couple of bookstores. A couple of them said they did. They said, thank you. We're not um, because a lot of bookstores will co-sign your your book um, with you, uh, do consignment with it. Um, But they were like, yeah, we're not doing that right now. And especially poetry. Poetry is not the easiest uh, sell for, for books, but I had a conversation. My name now is out there. They know, okay, um, with that. So you have to get your name out there, whether in social media, uh, writing letters. Um, you know, I've even, I'd like Blue Hill, even, even small town, you have to be willing to risk it. Blue Hill is a small community here. One of the very first libraries are like, Hey, um, and so we actually ran down there and dropped the books off in person, talked to them. Again, you know, people don't know you unless you yep. put yourself out there. And you have to give them, after they, they know, you have to give them a reason to care about you and to care about your work, right? Yep. So, like, I had to provide value to potential clients before they could even think about before they even knew that they wanted yeah yes yeah um and a lot of times that comes from something they almost don't even like you almost (laughs) they don't even know that they want it or can have it um i i do a large variety of work like going from corporate to sport like i do a whole ton of stuff um one of the first things I offered was sh- shooting your kid at a sporting event, just, like just your kid or you know a couple of parents, two or three kids. I would just focus on them, get photos of them, get them to you. Instead of hoping those parents, just hoping that the newspaper caught a good shot or that there's someone yeah. there. Hey, I will go and focus on your kid. That was something that I had, I had never even heard of for the record. I just kind of was like, hey, this would be a good idea. I don't see anybody else doing it. Let's see how it goes. Those those parents had no idea that that was even a possibility 
to like kind of pitch yeah. it to him. And so uh, the reason I got that job was from just going to a volleyball game, shooting the game, posting it. And they're like, hey, these are great photos. They're like, would you just come uh, to another game? And I'm like, yeah, here's like, pay me this and I'll just go shoot your kid and not the other team, not the other players, whatever. Uh, and that transformed into kind of a pretty profitable uh, service, I guess, that mm-hmm. I offer because I show them, hey, here's the value I can provide. If you want more of that, it's behind a paywall now, right? Yeah. We can, well, make, yeah, then that's okay. Yeah. yeah. And that, so they are always happy to do that because I, I showed them initially that, hey, here's, here's the value you're going to get. It only costs this much. I think I was charging 50 bucks a kid at the time. Um, and I've restructured it, but it's around the same yeah. price now. Um, and the other thing is you have to be genuine. Yeah. Like you said, you have to be engaged. You can't fake it because if they feel like you don't care about what, what you're doing do? for them or what you're doing for yourself, trying to sell to them, it shines through no matter what. No matter how good you are at trying to hide it, you, you can just feel it. Something feels off about it. So you have to be genuine in order for that advertising to really get you uh, yeah. clients or business. Two, two of the events I'm going to do in April, and April is obviously poetry month, so it kind of fit, but um, they asked me to do a reading. And I was like, yeah, that's cool. I, I've got to travel a little bit with it. And I'm like, hey, I could do a workshop too. And it could be for anybody who wants to write, or we could do poetry. You can, re- and they're like, "Oh yeah, that'd be you know." And instead of just like thirty minutes or maybe four or five minutes of reading, I'm going to be there now, maybe two hours. Yep. Um, and then the, the librarian uh, one was like, "I was like, you can bring some of your books and then sell them if you want." Or you, it's like, "Yep, give people a reason to be invested or to see what you're what you do." Um, and I think that social media has the hard part is that social media is filled with stuff. So you're not going to post a really great piece of art and it's just going to blow up. It's not. It's it just isn't. You you got to get uh, traction. Um, you got to keep. And you also got to keep true to yourself because um, as I was thinking, even though you did post that, you still posted some of your personal stuff. Yep. You know, and like nature pictures and your uh, some of your creative videos and i think that is another element that sometimes i think advertising or like if you get a book deal awesome you know and they're going to want to say okay we're going to advertise you this and all of a sudden you be you got a narrower uh approach to who you are and i think you should even if you're writing doing photography like you still stay true to who you are because that helps you stay authentic and you know i I, the one one of the few spaces that i know i can attend regularly you know they call me teach because i will at times give an a a poem um during the space that is in a classic poetic form i'll talk about it you know and even though the, the the crowd that's not their thing totally they know that what I'm trying to do is help them also um, try a new technique, do um, some of that. And then when I come in with something, I'll be like, hey, I wrote this as a fun, let's do. You know, they're like, oh, that's cool. I Meaning, I wrote it for that space, for that crowd. Um, but it was also kind of a fun, you know, and being authentic and doing your best work is maybe the best way 
to get advertising. Yeah. And I, part of the reason that I post personal stuff is because I, I like my personal stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yes, the other part of it is in a world where everybody's trying to sell you something. Um, I think it is super important for the consumer or potential client to at least have a little bit of feeling like they they can connect with you. You're, yeah. you're like a, you're a real person. Because if, if they really do want to invest in this, you get others. They're going to check other stuff. Yep. I mean, yeah. You know. And that kind of flows into being easy to work with and stuff. But yep. they they need to feel like they at least know you a little bit, and you're not just. There's a, a weird psychological aspect to advertising <laughs> uh, that I feel like kind of inverts in some ways. Um, sometimes when you don't know anything about someone, it makes it easier to trust them because you don't know any of the negative stuff. Yep, but then true. on the flip side, a lot of my business uh, kind of relies on repeat clients at times. Uh, so they need to like know a little bit about me and who I am and why I'm doing this, that sort of thing. So having more personal stuff uh, sprinkled throughout my my business channels, I feel like really bridges that gap to them. Oh yeah, he's just like, yeah. he's just a photographer. He actually likes doing this. He's not just trying to, to scam us because he knows how to work a camera. He actually likes doing this stuff. And, and here's a little bit about my personality maybe it, it kind of clicks with you and, and we can work together, that type of thing. Yeah. So, um, now I have written letters. I've done that. You actually though, do have a little advertising that you, a that, little. You that you have. And our, your sister was wearing one of them today. Yeah. So we're still trying to give you some ideas also. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Share I, this. I, I have <laughs> merch, I guess. Um, that whole thing, I feel like people don't really understand it. Everybody always asks me, hey, not always, but a, a few people ask me, where can I get Dante shirts? And I, I sold them for two weeks because I had an increasing number of people say they wanted to buy them. Yep. Uh, which, to be completely honest, it's it's awesome. But I don't really get it. Like, I, I like the support and stuff, but I don't, I don't know... I guess what is cool about wearing my name on a t-shirt. <laughs> um, I well, just, it, it, that was but, never something that was intended okay, to be. But it's kind of your brand because strategy. it's also on your videos. Like, you yes. know what I'm saying? It is. Um, and it is something I held off a little bit because I just wanted to, to, to bring that. Uh, what I learned at the author event um, was actually having merch, like having um, like bookmarks, and having so, and I had actually thought of making some stickers out of, you know, the, those small things. So a lot of these authors did have a, a business card, yes, or like something that even if they didn't buy a book, they took away with. And that I did not have. I did not have anything like Interesting. that. And I'm like, oh. And I had thought about it because I had seen, you know, some specials and doing some some things like that. Um but your your t-shirts and um, sweatshirts and you know even Grandpa Hudson has his blue one. Yep. You know. Um, okay. So first off, how why did you even decide to do that with the signature? Would you be shocked <laughs> if I said Peter McKinnon? No. Nope. Uh, 
So no, we all have our role models. Yes. We all learn. He's changed his logo a few times. Uh, I think when I first started watching him, it was his logo or his uh, signature. I think it was just Peter and then just a diamond around it. Um, that was just the logo he had at the time. He's He's gone through. He, I mean, he just kind of rebrands. He, he's uh, more of a pirate brand now that's on my backpack. But, <laughs> um, so I always at the start i just wanted a cool signature like an autograph type thing i I love basketball signatures all that so i'm like i gotta i gotta nail this i gotta (laughs) i gotta do something like really cool with this so uh i just had a piece of paper and i just tried to like go as like smooth and cool as i could writing it down and i finally got to one i liked and i'm like at that time, I, I knew how to animate it to look like I was drawing it on the screen. So I'm like, oh, let's see what that looks like. And I just really liked how I was able to execute yeah. that. And so I'm like, what if we just turn this into my signature? Because I had a logo before that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even it remember what it was. It never like, saw the light I, of day. I, okay. Because I remember seeing like, yeah. I'll have to see if I can go back and find <laughs> it. I have no idea where it would be, but... Um, I tried a logo. I think it was there was a camera icon in some of it, and I just I didn't like it. It wasn't good. So I thought, uh, kind of shifting into, I kind of that was when I was like, okay, let's try the business thing, that whole thing. I thought, what is my most valuable like advertising asset right now? And I'm like, it's kind of my name. Like that is how I will get word of mouth. If I if I have a name of uh, action shots LLC or something. I don't know. Uh, who who knows who where that is? What that is? Yeah. Who it is? Like, I felt like that is more of a, a decision for a already established brand, uh, like Provident Promotions, for example. You know, so many people know what that is that it, it, you just know. Oh yeah, it's a Hastings website photo company thing. I thought, okay, I'm just starting off the ground. I don't have a location or anything. Let's just do my name and then through media on the end. So I didn't want to limit myself oh, to yeah. photo, it's video, pho- graphics, yes, whatever. Yes. Um, so I was like, let's just do media. Dante Bullhauer media. And so then I'm like, okay, well, this is kind of a cool looking signature, but it doesn't, it's not close enough to my name. Like you can't really read that's Dante. So I'm like, it's kind of a cool logo. You're just like, oh, yeah, that makes you think of Dante Bullhauer Media. And then that's just kind of the, the genesis of how that, that worked. And then I um, I wanted the T-shirts just so that when I would go uh, on client shoots or whatever, if people saw that again somewhere else, like if, if someone forgot to tag me or whatever, and they saw that signature, they'd know that it was, it was me because they saw me wearing the T-shirt. Yeah. And then I needed some, some for state stuff. Uh, for NSA state events. So I was just like, Let, you know what? People are asking me, let's just sell some. I think I sold like 12. So do you guys really want it? And like, uh, you know, but I just. I do you really wear it? The people that have it? Probably not. Yeah. I have family members do, but I don't, I don't no, know if I've ever seen someone out in the no, wild. Yes. I th- remember J- JC says she saw somebody with it at the. Oh, yeah. The Boniface. Shout out Drew yeah. and Lou Boniface. You guys actually wear it. You. You are my number one supporter. Let's see if you don't have them available anymore. Because branding is also a part of doing, getting your name out there. Like creating, um, I don't really have a brand per se. 
Um, I do every signed copy of the book, though. I do the exact same thing. Um, I use the phrase, live the life you dream, and then sign my name. So every copy uh, uh, from giveaways or even at this um, author event and, and stuff like that is, is the same. And though to a, to a degree, my blog is kind of um, that, you know, but that is a part. And I have actually thought, it's like, okay, maybe that's one way to amp up and get my name out a little bit more. Um, and I did, like, I did learn from that sitting at that, that table, and my book covers were good, and my call, and people, did, but then it was, I just, these other authors did. I'm not going to get a big poster thing or anything, but they had merch to give out. And so they walked, people walked away with being able to remember them and they didn't have anything from me. And I was like, okay, got to do something for the next one. And it might be stickers. It might be bookmarks, but I mean, obviously, you know, I'm just like, okay, that's, you know, um, and it's going to cost a little bit, but for what it could build or down the road, I'm not going to spend a ton of money. You don't have to spend a ton of money to get your name out there. Um, but I do think you do need to, to kind of brand uh, yourself or have something that people recognize uh, as, you know, you grow in whatever that you're doing. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I totally agree. And that's where it's, it's easier for me, I feel like, because... Um, my photo editing style is almost a little branding. Yes, for me. Yeah, like you people, have a... it's it's very bold and contrasty, and that's um different from from I'd say the general uh, population of photographers in the area. Um, so that helps me kind of brand. You see that photo, you're like, is that a is that Dante photo? Like, so that that's an easy way for me to brand without branding. Um, but the, there is an aspect that you, you almost have to create an aura around you of this is what the Jamie Bullhauer reading experience is like type thing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Total side note. So that like about four weeks ago, I was in the jam in this space and the co-host goes, Oh, that has that Jamie twang. <laughs> like what like you know the way you you speak and and that's like all that came to my mind when that's i said funny. but it was like yeah and i understood you know because uh of what i was doing but it just was it was pretty funny that's interesting. <laughs> but yeah you you have to make it like the the way i tell stories through my my videos and stuff i feel like helps me uh solidify my brand and stuff yep. it's uh, I try to make it kind of suspenseful and leave you like that whole thing. So I feel like that's a lot easier for me because it's a lot easier to look at a photo than it is to read a poem. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And we've talked about attention spans and things that lend into that. But that is, that is also a part of advertising is what's your identity, uh -huh. right? So, so one, you got to be in it like 100% authentic, you know, um with that part uh, social media is just a part of it anymore but it is not going to uh, you're the chance of going viral or like you have to be consistent with that you got to get other people to actually um like retweet your things or share on instagram or or things like that and actually um 
And being authentic helps with that because I j- was just thinking like uh, last week somebody wrote a poem um, and I was like, oh, hey, nice use of that form. She's like, yeah, I know. I remember I, I got that from 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 you. Um, and because I, I do write in poetic forms, but I also write other. But that's a part of of me my or you have your yeah you can kind of tell and uh, your action shot your senior photos um uh, type of thing you're gonna have to spend some money you're gonna have to spend some money whether it's through like gas or stamps or or yeah you're you do you you gotta be ready for that um but when you get an opportunity take it take it be 100 percent into it okay it was kind of a long day yesterday um in that sense of of driving and and being on for three you hours, have to be like yeah, I just like you have to be yeah. Um, but also be creative. Do, go ahead, step out. You know, like writing. I, I uh, yes, it was a form letter, and I changed the the names and, and stuff. But it was you know what I think a lot of the library they. Um, one time I, I had got an email and they say, my director gave me your letter and he, he was doing some, you know, he was a coordinator of events or something. And so like I decided on a physical thing instead of an email, because I thought that having it physically in their hand would make a a bigger impact. And I think it did. I don't, I don't, I'm not sure if I'd have mass emailed a bunch of people, how much that would have worked. Um, so do something creative. Do be out there. Well, put make T-shirts. Do you know something? You know, it's it, it, right. Yeah, get a, get out of your comfort zone. Just try, just try stuff. But just stay true to who good. you are, though. Yes. Like, don't. I'm not not saying that you can't do something creative, but if it doesn't fit with what you're doing, and you're just trying to get buzz, or you're well, then I don't think you're being authentic anyway. I had a tweet. When I f- was first offering those uh, game packages or whatever, I, I didn't get I got booked for I think three of the nine weeks of high school football. First three weeks I didn't get booked at all. So I I was like, what do I do? And so I tweeted like, where should I go this Friday? And then I was like, a couple hours later, I'm like, that's not me. I don't. I, that's weird. That feels a little yeah. grabby. You, like, yes. That that was not me that's not how i want to advertise or market myself so i I took it down whatever but uh you you will know what feels right and what doesn't and when you can match up a creative way to to maybe advertise that you haven't seen before and uh your values your personality that's what could could lead to generate leads and and clients and business and opportunities yeah so that was our season five episode nine edition of the creative moment. We will be back in two weeks with the season finale. Oh my gosh. Hopefully this nice weather is sticking yeah. around. Uh, yeah, we're, we're already 50 episodes <laughs> deep. That's that's crazy. But uh, yeah, we will see you guys in our season finale in a couple weeks. <laughs>